Now let's take a look at the bigger picture. Michael Bappas is with us, Managing Director at Vios Advisors, Rockefeller Capital Management. Michael, good to see you. Uh, we haven't Great spoken in a while, and yes. you know, we kicked off 2022, and there were worries, and who would have thought that this would have been the worst first half of the year since the, you know, basically since, what was it, 1970 or something. Um, now what? Yeah, look. Thanks for having me, Nicole. It's always great to be here. Uh, and one of the one of the hardest parts about this sell-off this year is not only do you have equities selling off, you have fixed income selling off, and probably right. one of the worst starts to fixed income in 40 years. So that that those two combinations really uh, created some nervousness, and obviously we're seeing that from the consumer sentiment numbers hitting the lowest again on record last month. They bounced a little bit this month, and and the interesting statistic we were looking at last week is after the consumer sentiment hits its lows for the you know reasonable period the market is up on average 26 percent in the next 12 Ooh. to 18 months so i think well, you're seeing good. yeah i think you're seeing it bounce around here at the, you know you've seen that sort of settle into a range the last couple of weeks um and look there's great wage growth increase there's uh unemployment's under four percent so you have a lot of positive signs. Many of these companies are trading, you know, as as you know, we like to look at, you know, valuations and where, where a lot of these companies are trading at pretty reasonable valuations. And pr pr prior to today, the S&P 500 was trading around 15, 16 times earnings. And that's, a that's you know, historically, that's an average that, that means there is some value out there. Right. So... That's interesting. If you use a statistic like that and then talk about basically some great growth for stocks in the next year, year and a half at this point, assuming that consumer sentiment did see the bottom last month, right. we can't assume anything. But like, right. let's no, go can't. with that for the moment. Um, you know, that that would be nice. And to say maybe inflation has peaked, too. Um, you know, these are possibilities. These are not, you know, outlandish ideas. I mean, these are true possibilities. Right. What would you be putting some money to work in then now at this point? Yeah, look, I mean, I think the most difficult part of what you mentioned is inflation is up, uh, sentiment's low, but wage growth is increasing, like we mentioned, unemployment's low. So the usual factors that affect the markets in a pretty, you know, known way are not affecting it in the way that it usually does historically. And and very rarely do you have equities and fixed income getting slammed as, as much as you do this year as doing it together. So I just think, you know, stick to the allocation principles that, that we have. We are seeing some value in, in a lot of the active manage, management that we use for our clients at Rockefeller has really started to, to show some values, even on the fixed income side, because if you're selling, you know, actively active managing fixed income, you can one, take a loss for, for tax purposes and also repurchase for at, at a much higher interest rate. So I think, you know, seeing seeing the allocation, the principles and the, having the confidence to stick to the allocations that we have is, is probably the most important part. And as you know, we uh, we think alternatives should be 25, 30 percent of anyone's portfolio because in markets like this, they're the ones that outperform. Right. And, and you use this strategy. You have athletes and entertainers, a lot of high wealth um, clients. And so you use these long-term strategies to sort of navigate through the volatility. Uh, what I thought was interesting, too, were these bank earnings. I mean, yesterday we heard from Jamie Dimon, and he really was 
trying to put a damper on things with some of the things he was saying. He was talking about the geopolitical tensions, uh, consumer confidence, which he was not thrilled about. Um, a few of the other things, Ukraine, um, high inflation, not knowing how much the Fed will hike. Those were just a few of the things that he noted. In the meantime, some of the banks did very well. Well, at least a better than expected in that we see City today, State Street, Bank of America all higher. Yeah, like we mentioned, the, the banks are trading at very reasonable valuations, even after being up today. And you're getting it between a 3 and 5% dividend yield on most of the banks. So the, the, the geopolitical overhang is a problem. But as we know, there's always going to be something out there, unfortunately. And, and as we come into the election season, everybody's going to be talking about uh, November. And, and so there's always outside, outside factors that come into play. But again, if we're looking just at earnings, uh, you know, th th there is some value. And, and as, as the markets change and as the economy changes, we know that the markets precede the economy by six to 12 months, usually uh, looking back. So, you know, you, we won't know that the, the economy has recovered until it's too late on the market side. So I just think, again, not panicking. Allocation principles are crucial to, to just stick to them. Do some tweaking on the active management side. And, and, you know, take advantage of, of maybe some tax losses. And I think you're seeing a lot of that, like you said earlier, going into this, people are selling on rallies to try and, to try and manage and, and restructure portfolios. Right, right. How about some other things like tech, for example, now we may get in Congress the, the passing of the CHIP Act, um, something like that might move forward. In the meantime, other things that are more climate change sensitive falling off a little bit, um, right? So you're seeing solar getting hit hard, EV subsidies and things like that maybe going away, that kind of stuff. But for chips and for tech and for FANG, is there opportunity? Yeah, I mean, this world relies so much on technology. It's, 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 I don't think it's going any, away anytime soon. It's just gonna get even more growth. And, and you're seeing emerging market countries uh, are getting, uh, technological advancements across, you know, their, their countries where they never had it. And I, you know, every family has 10 to 15 devices in their house that are related to technology. And so I just, I think, I think there is value there, but it, it is on a company by company basis and, and, and right. it gets a little bit redundant, but we're looking at where the value is on these companies and saying, okay, what is their earnings? What's their cash flow look like? What's their cash flow growth look like? And how strong is their balance sheet? And, and, that's where I think there is there is value, but again, it's not an index market right now. It's it is a stock pickers market and an active management market, and and I think the the that is a key factor in uh, outperformance over the next twelve to twenty four months. Mm -hmm. And we will have midterm elections later this year. I mean, some of the price targets for year end S and P price targets have been coming down a little bit, but still for the most part higher than where we are currently. Um, do you think we can sort of trickle up and maybe even have a Santa Claus rally? Yeah, that would be ideal if we had a Santa Claus rally. And, and, and again, elections are coming, so at least that will be behind us, regardless of the outcome. Uh, and, and so I, I think you're going to see people start to start to take note that, that things aren't as bad as they were, and these Fed hikes are going to start taking um, some pressure off the market. And, and it, it's, it's kind of strange to say, but in this world where we live in, things are happening faster than they did 30, 40, 50 years ago. And, and I think that's gonna have an impact on, on the rally as, as the Fed takes measures into their hands, as well as, as the government to try to 
you know, depress some inflation and and also, you know, get consumer sentiment up. But at the same time, unemployment's very low and, and wage growth is happening. So it's a little bit of a catch-22 that we, it, we're not used to this anomaly of a time with with all the factors pointing in one direction that usually don't. Michael, it's great to see you. Thanks so much great for being on the show today. Michael Bappas. Thank you. Managing Always Director of Bios Advisors, Rockefeller Capital Management. Thank you.